Previously on Androids and Aliens. A platform near the center of the room just flickers to life. The crew encountered an ancient digital consciousness. My name is Osteth. I had a physical form, but in order to maintain these computers past our civilization's fall, another engineer and I created digital versions of our consciousnesses to serve for eternity and discovered the true nature of the facility. My partner, Eltreth, began to uh, display signs of instability. He became convinced that he was the tool of some being known as the Devourer. But in order to save the universe... They cannot be allowed to access this stellar degenerator. Time is of the essence. Their new ally was forced to make a terrible sacrifice. I loved you dearly, old friend. I thought we would be together forever. I was wrong. Goodbye, my friend. The adventure continues. And you all level up. What? Now... Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Androids and Aliens. As is tradition, we will start with the national anthem. Ellie? <laughs> I know the melody. I know the melody and the first, first, uh, uh, okay. Oh, say, can you see? And, and something with the bombs, Wait, the bombs are, you, are falling. Are you, taking then, an, are you taking an oath and covering your... your <laughs> <laughs> this would be the worst start of a baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great to have Ellie come out and sing before a Mets game. Oh, 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 so much in common with Roseanne. They both my, favorite national is, my favorite part is when you go up, uh, like in the middle of it, and it's like, oh... Uh, and and this and the something with bombs and yeah. the, yeah. they're falling bombs. down like fireworks <laughs> or like and I, I, something <laughs> with bombs <laughs> and they're falling down <laughs> like fireworks through the night <laughs> and I'll mention bombs again. Oh, I mean, yeah. pretty accurate. If the whole song was talking about bombs, I'd be like, "Skip." Got him. Got him. With that. And I know. And, and I know the last thing. And the land of the free. There it is. Right on. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the song. Nailed it. <laughs> Oh, sounded like Barry White himself was singing it. <laughs> uh, I'm the land of the free. Flavor! <laughs> oh, good job, Eleanor. Uh, well done. Yep. Well done. Hashtag, hashtag Patriot Ellie. Yep. <laughs> Glad they didn't ask that on the test. Give us one lyric from the uh, American National Anthem. She got one. She got one. No, Ellie, I feel like you, guys- you, you missed your opportunity to convert us all to, to Swedes in the, just by swinging this, singing the Swedish National Anthem right there. 
No, that one sucks. However, the <gasps> Russian one. Oh. No, the Swedish Not one is bombs. super boring. The Swedish one is <laughs> a slap, as the kids say. Well, the Swedish one has the only thing. Uh, the only cool thing about Swedish one is that it ends with like, "I want to die and I want to live in the north." That's like how it ends. Oh, I like that. It sounds like a badass song. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, it's not. It's. Kind they're of saying like, it, uh, like, like Sweden is Valhalla. Like, I want to die <laughs> yeah, and live sure. in the north. <laughs> how does it? How does it other, translate? How does it translate? Like with the tune, you don't have to sing it, sing it, but give us an idea of what that's like because that sounds pretty badass. Yeah, uh, do you want me to sing it in English, but with the Swedish? T- no, I want you to sing like, it in Swedish. Uh, in Y'all, the... okay, wait, and it's honestly the only lyric I remember from the song. But uh, <laughs> so it's, ja, jag vill leva, jag vill dö i Norden. That is. That's it. That's pretty good. That's good. pretty damn yeah. good. Anthem. Well, that's a, that's a good one. That's what everyone remembers. <laughs> so every every football or soccer game. You see a bunch of drunk Swedes being like, I want to live in the north and die there. Uh, but most of them are expats like me. So it's like, no, we're not going to die there. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. We're moving to America. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just kidding. We're moving to someplace warmer. <laughs> We'd rather but, die there. Um, the Russian one, even though like, I don't have any affiliation with Russia. Don't worry, guys. But um, <laughs> Their national anthem is pretty cool. And then, like, that one is, like, a really cool, like, the melody. It's the same with the French one. It's also a really cool one. The Marseillaise uh, is awesome. Marseillaise. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah. yeah. And God save, your, God save Your Queen or, yeah, that, the English one is pretty cool, too. You don't get to hear these except for, like, uh, the Olympics. The Olympics is when you're really like, oh, I forgot about that one. The Canadian yeah. one's not so bad. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my favorite one. The Canadian oh, one? Yeah. It's oh, easy Canada. to sing. It's uplifting. Mm-hmm. There's no guns in it. It's it's great. No bombs. <laughs> no bombs. Hundred yeah. percent no fewer bombs than the than the, yeah. the national in the United States. I yeah. love that tradition in in hockey games, and that whenever an American team plays a Canadian team, they sing both national anthems. It seems mm-hmm. so old fashioned. Like I wonder if they'll still sing national anthems at sporting events even ten years from now. I don't, I don't know. know if they will. I don't it know. Seems, does it seem old fashioned? I have one flag in the Sure. I've never really liked it. I'm like, yeah. why is this? What is this? Isn't trying to do with for the will? Like, I'm just here to watch a basketball game. Like, why do I have to affirm our patriotism before the, the Wizards play the Celtics? There's no reason. <laughs> I guess it's so celebrating that we have the freedom to to enjoy sports, to play other, ball, yeah. which no down. other country has, by the way. No other country can go watch people play a game. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but no other country can pay. Unbelievably extortionist prices to do so. So I think that's that, freedom. I guess that's the freedom that we're paying for is to, to pay and still paying absolutely the- unreasonable amounts of money for a seat at a sporting event <laughs> and pay minimum yeah. wage to the people who have to clean up after your drunk ass. Right. And the land <laughs> of the free. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, I'm just okay, all I'm going to look it up. I have a bad feeling. No, Ellie, don't no, look it up. No, you nailed it. Please don't, don't look it up. Please don't look it up, up Ellie. Right, it. Google ruins everything. Um, I think you, everyone has the same question on their mind as I do. What is David Winter's favorite national anthem? David Winter's Ooh, back, David everybody. Winters. David, hello, I hello. bet you have a real, uh, real left field one that you like. Now, I have a more important question, though. If Skid really hates the national anthem... Um, <laughs> How do you feel about the Pledge of Allegiance in schools, Skid? 
Oh, there's no reason. Ooh. No reason for it. No reason for that shit. <laughs> My comrades, we have to rise up against <laughs> Western. I, for one, welcome our new and overlords. <laughs> when we were kids in back in the 40s, uh, you had to, uh, all, you know, I went to a Catholic school. I was Protestant, but I went to Catholic school for 16 years. And it was beginning of the day. It was Pledge of Allegiance and then a couple of prayers. And then we sat down every single day. Even that seems outdated. I can understand it in a parochial school, but I don't know. Very weird. And you know, I'll say even I, I remember being in like third grade and we were doing the pledge. And even at that age, I was like, I wasn't raised religious whatsoever. I my parents were both uh, Catholic and Jewish. So they were kind of like, here's everything you need to know. And I was like, both of these seem crazy. Um, so I was like, hot there's a I lot was like, going on here. Yeah. And I was also like, there's more than one. Like, this doesn't make any sense. But uh, I confusing. was like atheist. I was agnostic as a kid. So doing the Pledge of Allegiance, I was like, why do we say under God? And then eventually I would like not put my hand on my chest. I would like hold it and hover it. This was like my anarchy protest. Third grade. Wow. I was like, I'm not, I'm mouthing the words. I'm not actually saying them. No one will ever know. I'm mouthing them. I was like standing up against the pledge. And I feel as an adult now, I'm like, yeah, I don't know why we say the pledge. It's kind of weird. What is the pledge? Qu- question, question for everyone. Did anyone else do pledges to their state flag? Because in Texas, we did, oh, wow. before the national <laughs> pledge, we did honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Whoa. Texas. Really? One state under God, one and indivisible. Wait. No, he, no, he's not joking. They, they seriously do that and because they indoctrinate them from a very young age <laughs> to prepare them for the secession from the Union, which is <laughs> like for the war. It would happen <laughs> imminent. at any time. Right. Like when Texas just feels like it, it's like, we're out. Like, also, wait, what, what does the New York flag even look like? Excelsior. Yeah. Excelsior. It's the oh, pizza duh. rat. Okay. It's just okay. the pizza rat. Like, <laughs> you get caught coming down the subway steps. <laughs> Might as well be, honestly. Oh, man. Yeah, when uh, I was in Texas, I had just never seen so much state pride. And you can't find an American flag hanging outside of an official building without a Texas flag right next to it or, or right under it. It's the only like, on state in the union it. where they, on top of it. Yeah. they have requested laws that allow the Texas state flag to fly at the same level as the United States flag. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I, that's why I left. That's why I'm out of there. Love you guys <laughs> now in Texas. listen, if you're sitting at home and you like flags, that's cool. We're not saying we don't like them. We just don't understand it. <laughs> don't get mad. All right? <laughs> wrong with saluting the flag? If you want to salute the flag, we just... We think it's a little silly sometimes before a ball game. Um, <laughs> but we do uh, all salute the flag of tabletop role-playing games. Woo! What would that flag look like? Just a, a yes. neck beard. Or no, your, your, your hat. The dye. It, it looks <laughs> it's like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good that's, flag. Should we sell flags? Yeah. Maybe oh we should sell flags. Dude, outside people's houses. Like... Oh, I mean, like on game when day. people don't need to see for Glass Cannon Live, they'll have their flags on their RVs. I don't oh, need to like see one more Steelers flag hanging outside of a house. I don't need to see one. <laughs> Replace it with the planet die. I'll be very happy. Okay. <laughs> it's, I mean, it shocks me it's taken you this long to come to that conclusion, considering we've been calling ourselves a nation for how, how many years now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, true. you're so right. The official Matthew. flag of the nation. Oh, man. I wonder if someday children in the morning before they start school will uh, say the Pledge of the Nation. <laughs> you know, you know what would be great, hold their though? hand over their heart and look at a dice flag. Troy is our, always right. 
is never wrong. <laughs> Amen. What will be really great is in the post-apocalyptic future, whatever happens, uh, natural disasters, aliens, when they uncover uh, the, the remnants of civilization, they'll find this flag and they'll be like, this is what they believed in. Uh, they read it, they yeah. find like all the texts and they're like, glass right. cannon. Okay. Yes. Yeah. This is something huge. People have flags of this. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't laugh. That's the big picture. <laughs> whatever we do, whatever we end up doing, we just have to end up producing it in bronze. <laughs> so it's the one thing that survives, and then, then that'll that'll be the story for a thousand forward. of millennia. Mm-hmm. Yes, thousands and thousands <laughs> no, no, of millennia. Similar to that wood furniture, wood wood furniture, <laughs> plastic <laughs> wood. <laughs> I, but you guys have the log, right? You have a that's that's the whole thing. You have Where's a log. log. Yeah. yeah, we do have that's that's our cult though. That's our side business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the nice thing right. about the cult is that it kind of is self-perpetuating. Once you get it going, it kind of takes care of itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. itself. You just set up a vanguard in each state. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, holy holy independent clergy, a holy independent clergy from, from the nation. Right, yeah. <laughs> we separate our cult business from our day-to-day. <laughs> Anyways, it's, it's complicated. I won't get into it. Let's play some Starfinder, though. Yeah, right. Let's do it. Hey, Starfinder! How you been? What you got cooking? Uh, it's been a bit of a wild ride since you ne'er-do-wells landed on the old planetoid that was... Uh, Orbiting one of the 12 stars that makes up the uh, gate of the 12 suns. Uh, You noticed uh, as you were flying in or even before you got to the system after speaking with Adam that these stars are locked in an impossibly perfect circle, defying uh, defying all gravitational uh, pulls and known science. And they were placed there long ago to create a hidden demiplane in which the Kashali could hide the ancient superweapon known as the Stellar Degenerator. So you come in, you navigate the uh, gravitational pull, and you land on this little controller moon. You traverse through the recently burned jungle and enter through the blown-out doors of this control center to fight more cultists of the Devourer. You've been fighting them since, what was that fucking planet called? Castroville? Little East Castroville! Oh. But now you're fighting a, a sect known as the Desperate Hunger. They're nasty. They kill dogs and people. But you defeated the first group. You then delve further into the station and run afoul of a rogue AI who traps some of you in a vicious electric trap. I won't name names, Dax and Linnea. Brutal. You enter another room where cultists, more cultists, and these shadow spawn attack you while the aforementioned artificial intelligence like eggs them on, shouting paeans to the devourer on all the screens in the room. You defeat them. You're beat up at this point. You try to rest, but more cultists break down the door led by a bloodthirsty half-orc. You defeat them as well. Finally, you rest and you begin uh, exploring the remaining rooms where you meet another AI who calls herself Osteth. Not unlike the previous AI, these are Kishali holograms, similar to the Kish that you met on Lilistamak. Osteth explains that she and her partner Eltreth, the AI you've already met, were once Kishali scientists whose job 
was maintaining the gate of the Twelve Sons. Knowing the true dangers that the stellar degenerator possessed, having lived during the one time the Kashali used it, over time they came to realize that their own mortality was the one thing that could possibly allow this weapon to get into the wrong hands. So these two lifelong friends, brilliant scientists, made the ultimate sacrifice for the good of the universe, the good of future generations, and underwent this technological, magical ritual to leave their physical bodies behind and create digital consciousnesses of themselves that could guard over the gate for eternity. Osteth then goes on to explain that over time, Eltreth started to show signs of distress. At first, she thought maybe it was a problem with his programming, but eventually she realized that she was, he was being corrupted by a power uh, greater than a mere uh, programming error, the power of the devourer. So she locked him away until she could figure out a way uh, to heal her old friend. It's right around that time, the desperate hunger cultus came here, released Eltreth, and imprisoned Otreth. O- Osteth. These, these stupid names. Uh, <laughs> released Eltreth and imprisoned Osteth in his prison, and then they went to work trying to open the demiplane to get to the stellar degenerator. Luckily, before Osteth was put in her prison, uh, she was able to overload the main circuit board in the control center's uh, primary computer, which prevented them from accessing the demiplane at this station. Now, the cultist leader, an android named Null Nine, her and the rest of the team have gone to another gate to retrieve the control board there. Once they have that, you think they can access this. Seems like they have scientists with them or someone with the know-how to open the gate and access the weapon. Once in their hands, they'll have everything they need to open the gate and rain destruction down upon galaxies you're talking to Osteth's hologram and she has come to the conclusion over time that the only safe course is to not only stop Null 9 but to destroy the stellar degenerator but she also admits to you that this option really would have only been possible with the help of her partner Eltreth but she knows that his digital mind has been corrupted by the devourer beyond repair. So she makes the difficult decision to erase him. You need to travel to that other moon and stop Null 9. You need to get that control board. And during that time, Osteth is going to use all of her mental faculties to try and figure out a way to destroy the superweapon on her own without her partner. But you also know that there are still enemies in this very control center who could pose a threat to both you and Osteth. What do you do? Mm. Did we level up? We did level up. I was going to say we level up, but I... Like okay. 10 episodes ago. <laughs> we leveled up, but we haven't rested at all, so we're strong. Yeah. Um, but we're uh, really hurt, and I'm out of a lot of spells. Um, 
mechanically. So if there's still, pe- I'm just thinking if there's still <clears throat> fights that are going to happen. Was it the end of last ep that you leveled up? I thought it was yeah. two eps ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I've totally forgotten. Uh, <laughs> in my head, <laughs> you had leveled up earlier. Uh, you forgot. All right. Literally the most important part of the recap. <laughs> Just the I really level, did. Yeah. A really long recap, but you didn't mention, didn't mention Dax's that. feet. I just didn't don't understand. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's talk about level up then. Uh, <laughs> I just want to make sure we have what we have if we're going to yeah, go into I'm this not next even thing. joking. We play so many effing games. I thought you leveled up months ago. And it's because I'm remembering ninth level. <laughs> well, actually, to be fair. You're, you're not wrong because we were talking as we were setting up and it was like, didn't we just kind of level up? And it, it's going pretty fast. Like, it wasn't that long ago that we hit ninth level, but I guess we're just crushing. That's what you're doing. So it's right. You're so you're so on point. Um, well, let's talk about it. You know what? Elephant in the room. Let's talk about the level up. And I want to start with Eleanor DiLorenzo. Eleanor, no. what did Linnea... <laughs> This is my what favorite part. What did Linnea do to make her even more unstoppable? And I'm only half joking. Linnea is a beast. Linnea has become the muscle of this group. When Qualo is all charged up, don't mess with Qualo. But Linnea is bringing both offense and defense. I mean, she is, yep. she's like, if she rolls kind of okay. She's putting out like 35 points of damage on a hit. That's yes. just... Sure, she almost died four or five times over the past couple months, whereas now everyone else was totally fine. Yeah, but, but still that, a character that also to, might be because she's just going in. She's taking she's going the, the attacks. She's I, uh, going for I, uh, it. <laughs> that's more on me, to be fair. Like, the player sometimes, like, well, I sometimes feel bad for my PCs because they're, like, so cool and amazing, and then I decide to run into a dark room with zero <laughs> resolve points. And uh, and that's the boss fight. So it's like cool, 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 cool. But um, I yeah. So uh, I know what you're asking me because you know that I did something that I probably what? shouldn't have done. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did, what have you uh, done? Um. So I multiclassed. Oh, she did. She took the dip. Oh. She took a dip. Oh. Oh. a dip. Let's see what she did. Let's see what she did. Mystic deal. I, I. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh boy. Um, uh, (laughs) Well, I. Okay. Well, I feel like uh, I don't want to step on Joe O'Brien's toes anymore. Uh, And so that's why I felt like it would be cooler to add something that's not soldiers. Also, soldier level ten kind of sounded boring. Like my my battle flower thing was kind of boring. And so I decided to take a, a note from her mom's book and took a level in Envoy. Oh, oh. Classic okay. Soldier 9 Envoy 1 tip. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Can, we, sweet. can I just state for the record that we are all fine with you stepping on Joe's toes because we need the help. <laughs> yeah, so. I was going to say, like, I don't know if step on my toes is, is really the right term. Did you mean, like, constantly outperforming me? Every round of combat. <laughs> yes, we're we're no. okay with that. Yeah, I think no, everybody's I'm, fine with that. <laughs> I meant my one hundred pounds stepping on your toes because I feel like what, what I feel like when I when I took a soldier instead of going with Vanguard, you were like the, the look you gave me was like how yeah. dare you, Ellie? No, and we yeah. did talk off air, and I told you to go 
yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. I was Wait, there. But this is so, Ellie, this is so cute. This is very, I love this for role-playing wise. Like, she's leaning into what her mom did. So what, you can buff us or like? Yeah, well, what's so, the plan here? What's the first level so envoy going to give you? So the plan, uh, what, initially I decided to like actually just give her uh, the, bu- uh, the buff of others. Like, like, don't quit or get him and that kind of stuff. But then I found something called Spell Gem Understanding. And so, yeah, it will, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it probably. Troy and I now. will talk about it probably. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's well, talk about it um, now. People are so, climbing through their televisions to know what Spell Gem <laughs> Understanding is. And then so we'll hear how means, it really works from David. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so Spell Gem Understanding means that uh, an envoy can basically use Spell Gems. Uh, usually it's just for magical beings, people, mystics, or witch warpers. Uh, but in this way, an envoy can use a spell gem that has spells on it and cast them. And I was cool. like, I'm and, ready and you to have be to, a spell Sorry, caster. and you have to take that instead of, like, a get em, uh, Yeah. Oh, so, it's an envoy improvisation, right? So yeah, your improvisation exactly. is spell gem usage. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, and it might not be a great thing to take as a level one for Envoy, but then I was like, she might die, and what if I never get to cast a spell ever? Because yeah. I, I think I've tried to be a, a wizard once on GC Nation, and <laughs> good old hashtag went, GC Nation. Yeah, that's what we call ourselves. Remember, you guys remember the, the GC Nation podcast? Yeah, yeah, we'll be on the flag. Land of the free. Land of the free. Play ball. Play ball. Uh, Ellie, I yes. like it. I think it's cool. I think that that is a uh, a cool thing to tie it to your mom. Uh, and I think this is uh, an area that the party you're, you're filling a weak spot. Uh, we don't really have a buffer, you know. Uh, right? Nobody really buffs others. No, what would you say Kreska is, Matthew? Isn't Kreska more of a mm, blaster, really, right? Or debuffer? I'm kind of, I guess, debuffer. Yeah, mystics are funny. They're not like clerics. They don't have a lot of. They yeah, have you're some like a buffs. I have, and I do have some buffs on my list, but nothing uh, <laughs> that's been really relevant recently. Then again, I'm well, saying buffer, or did you get rid of all your buffing to get the spell gem? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, so you're. <laughs> Good choice, anyway. Gar- Good choice. <laughs> no, but I the spells I chose uh, because I, my DC is so low at level uh, at envoy. So like every DC for like if I chose something like a, I can choose for example uh, mind thrust, but DC is like sixteen. So you would probably never. I would never succeed, Useless. and they're super expensive. Uh, so what I did is that I chose a bunch of boosts for myself. And I can technically boost boost other people, but I won't. <laughs> okay, I'm you can see where your head's at. <laughs> a little self boost. <laughs> No, that's, that's smart. You need utility spells where, you know, at this point in the game, you know, the DC isn't going to be enough for the uh, enemies you're going to face. Um, let's go to Captain K. Captain K is a ninth level mystic. Did you I'm, finally take that uh, soldier dip? Aren't I, I'm, aren't I a tenth level <laughs> mystic now? Well, that's up. You tell me. What did you yeah. take for your tenth level? I took mystic. I, I stuck with it. Oh, boiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you get? You, um, you get a connection it? spell at 10th level. Ooh. Which is a mist connection? Mind thrust. <gasps> oh. Where are they at? Your mind thrust levels up when you get, and then I get, and it gets replaced by a third level spell. 
Uh, oh, how much ooh. damage are you going to do now? Oh, should we wait for her? I mean, I can tell Combat. you. Why not? I'll tell you now. It's 10 it d yeah. oh, oh, you know, This oh. is the part of the game I was worried about because I remember reading the Starfinder core rulebook and the spells get ridiculous. There are some spells, I don't think we'll get to it in this campaign, where the damage is like, roll 5d20. Uh, so you've got 10d10 for your mind thrust. Yes. And amazing. Crazy. Does, it change, does it change the effect at all or is it the same deal more damage? Um, it has an. It, it's it's funny you should ask that, Sydney. Yeah, now I thought it was. I thought it was a stupid question, Sydney. I can't believe <laughs> that it wasn't, and I'm upset that that it wasn't. It's <laughs> it's a great question because now at fourth level, if you fail your saving throw, you're also fatigued for one round. Hell yes, oh, wow. that's insane. Sick. This, this game was made by players. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and what then my, my, new, with you. my new new connection spell is called Synaptic Pulse, uh, which basically is a, uh, a I can do it's a burst spell centered on me that I can stun all creatures for one round if they fail their saves. You like synaptic? I like synaptic. I thought synaptic. you know I as soon as I said synaptic I regretted it. Yeah, um, <laughs> well, I, I just <laughs> felt oddly compelled to correct you. No, I get that. I would have done it myself. It sounded like fingernails on a chalkboard. Today. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Is that how you guys feel when I mess up words? No, no. No, no we no, have higher sorry. standards for Matthew. You've because we're accustomed to you doing it. Like with Matt when Matthew does it, it's like uh it's like a hawk flying through a car's windshield. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's how it feels for me too. <laughs> you should feel not bad. a sparrow. <laughs> uh, on the edge of a feather. Um, yeah. I also, I also <laughs> cast <laughs> fourth level spells now. We got fourth level spells. Oh, gross! And I bet you all you took blasty mind spells. So let's wait and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, he's going to start rolling d20s for damage soon. Uh, O'Brien, uh, of all the soldiers ever created in this game, I think it's clear that Dax is among them. You know what? Dax, Dax really <laughs> suffers. I apologize to everyone uh, and to Dax in particular. He just suffers from my. This is what happens when I play RPG video games, and why ten hours in I always have to start over. It's because like I start and then, like I don't have a plan, and I just kind of wing it. And then as I I don't read anything, and then as I go, I'm like I want to kind of do more like this now and more like that now. And then you just end up with like being mediocre at all this stuff. Uh, so that's like, and I'm and I'm keeping the theme going because I can't decide. Look, as a um, uh, I forget what hit the name of his uh, first. Discipline was. Do you remember, David? Um, uh, the one where you're really uh, fast and do the, like uh, blitz. Stuff. Blitz, blitz, right? Blitz, blitz. So blitz. Um, you know, it's good for melee, but you know, then I end up taking sniper later because I got these great long range guns. But now I got this awesome sword from Qualo, and so I took something kind of related to that, which I think is fun, and it comes from Pathfinder. And with Dax having a lot of movement from Blitz. Uh, I think this is going to be kind of cool. I get a bonus feat at 10th level, a combat feat, and so I took spring attack. So now, as a full action, I can move, and I have 40 feet of movement. I can move, hit somebody, not provoke from that person, and then move to wherever else I want. uh, And 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 you don't provoke when you move away either, right? Right. Only from the target of the attack. 
So it's like get in, hit, get out. Well, I, I just think that it can make you really flexible uh, to, you know, maybe hit somebody and then or even maybe hit somebody, put somebody down and then go and be in melee with somebody else to just take attention away and be a target and be a tank. And um, so, yeah, that's the way I went. And that's that's it. Uh, Does it work like Pathfinder just, where you have to take the tree of mobility to spring attack to... Yeah, that's a yeah, classic yep. tree that people, yep, like yep. a lot of rogues will go through. Yeah, that's what it was. You have to have a dex of 15, the mobility feat, and a base attack bonus of plus four, which is a much be. I did have the mobility feat, and oh man, that mobility feat makes me so angry because like I would use it all the time. Just be like, I'm out of here, buddy. Plus four to AC, and you would always roll like one over my AC on uh, on AOS. I'm like, God. Damn it! Nobody knows I have mobility. I can't. I can't beat his damage. Um, uh, so yeah, I think that's it. I, I don't think. I, I don't think I missed a sniper uh, ability, but I'll let you know if I did. Okay, Qualo, uh Solarian. I want to say. I feel like a tenth level Solarian is cool. It is pretty cool. Uh, I have to balance out the re- uh, revelations that I uh, get in between photonic and graviton, or else I cannot attune myself fully for an additional round. So I had to huh. take a Graviton Revelation. If I had taken another Photon Revelation, it would have taken me four rounds to get my full powers going. Oh, that's a cool balance thing. I like that. Yeah, I do too. And I was able to take Gravity Hold. And before I tell you about Gravity Hold, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that your kind of try-it-before-you-buy-it mentality is going to go along these revelations. Because I'm not sure how it's going to work in combat, but I like how it sounds. Two-episode Lemon Law. You have this week's episode and next week's episode. And then, I'm sorry, Grant. It's out of my hands. That is more than generous enough. This allows me to move objects at distance as per psychokinetic hand. Boring, you say. However, this allows me to affect a medium or smaller creature to immobilize lift or move them. Oh, so with the DC 19 cool. fort save, I can try to grab someone who's running away from us. I can lift him up. I can keep him in one spot so we can all fire down on him. So I like that a lot. Um, You're a Jedi. You're a Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is what we were told at Gen Con 50 when uh, the guy ran us through a demo. He's like, they can't say it, but (laughs) Solarian are Jedis. The funny thing (laughs) is I was thinking, and neither can we. But there you go. <laughs> we did. Again, there it is. We're, we're like operating just... under the glass cannon nation laws. We, we we operate under a different flag than everyone else does. It's That's right. Right yeah, behind us. We're the land uh, of the free. Waters. The, the, the also, other... GC Nation. Go ahead, Ellen. GC Nation. Also, Disney is not known for going after small companies. No, they never at all. have. <laughs> yeah. No. They never I mean, have. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, <laughs> oh, Paizo's calling. They're pissed off that we said that. <laughs> I'm talking about Disney. <laughs> it's like, you can't just say shit's Jedi when it's not. You can't. Not allowed. <laughs> Jedi is a religion. <laughs> yeah, Joe is Debbie Downer. I know. I know. The, uh, the final fun thing I got, though, is I, I'm now plus five on strength, which gives me a minimum of plus 21 to damage. That's a plus 16 uh, on a normal hit, plus 13, dude. plus 13 on a full attack. And as he levels up, his weapon changes into... A blue Kusuragama. Oh. A badass Japanese oh. sickle weapon. Like, it's a short sickle in one hand that's a hook, and a, and a chain is attached to it with a ball on the end. Yeah. Kusuragama? Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, dude, that was a, that's a Neo weapon. That's why I, I never use Neo too now. It's so. completely unusable in Neo. It's like uh, a, a Gogo from uh, Kill Bill. 
Yep. Yes. Yes. Uh, but a sickle instead of a. Didn't she have like a chain, like a ball, a spiked ball? Yeah, she had like a ma- mace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Grant, God. I feel like you're rubbing my ribbon now. Like you're taking away the cool. I think you're cool stepping on her toes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, if you do that, Grant, I might die. I know. I weigh. True. I weigh twice what you weigh. Like exactly. <laughs> so I, I think it might break yes. your foot. <laughs> I yeah, will say oh Kusarigama is cooler than a ribbon. Uh, it's no. a very cool weapon. Uh, so Grant just uh, but I, I love stepped the, on your Swedish toes. I love the image of it because, like, whipping that chain around all three of his arms and, like, over his eyes and stuff and then, like, whipping someone with it from afar. I love it. And the flashing I strikes. wish you were Mei Shun with that weapon instead of Qualo because Mei Shun could, like, spin it around her neck and then come back at you. Like, Qualo can't do that. It's a weird little crab. Uh, <laughs> are you concerned about severing any of your eye stuff? No, because I'm made out of silicon, basically. It's like not a carbon-based uh, concern like most people would have. I think, I think I'm of hardier stuff than most people. But yeah, it's a good like, thing. I also like to imagine you spinning it, but your third arm is still holding a gun pointed directly <laughs> yeah, exactly. at the entrance. <laughs> uh, Dr. Gundatu Friss, uh, is this the level where we finally see something cool? Because I feel like the past couple you've been like, eh, my trick attack goes up. Um, I mean, I did get Spark of Ingenuity. I took another level in Biohacker. Oh, okay. So I get Spark of Ingenuity, which allows me once per day to combine the effects of two biohacks onto one target, which is kind of cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I get is Weapon Specialization for Small Arms, but it's a little disappointing because according to the feat, it says... You get half your character level as bonus damage on small arms, which I took. But according to Hero Lab, I only get looks like I only get half of my biohacker level. Which let's go to, let's go to David Winters on this you, one. David, your thoughts? You should already have it though from operative. Your third level operative, you should have the same uh, weapon specialization. It's somewhat uniform across classes. So okay, um, all right. It shouldn't really that. change anything. Yeah. Okay. I just I didn't I forgot that I had it already. Okay, so I'm I'm good. So that's it. And then the good. other thing, I mean, just getting those ability bonuses across the board is really huge. Like especially t- intelligence for me, having my bonus go up oh, from plus right. five to plus six. Just getting those skill rank bonuses everywhere is really cool. I you know you know what that's very important. I forgot that part. We we all got a bunch of uh, ability point bonuses. And oh, uh, I forgot. I that leveled was even up part of the system. Yeah. So as part of that spring attack, I've forgotten. I, I leveled up my strength to eighteen. So I got another two hit and plus to damage uh, at that level as well for melee. Uh, what about old Callum, Sydney? Yeah, I mean, I took another level in Witch Warper, um, mostly because it's such a cool class, and I want to mm-hmm. just keep it going. It's new. I want to figure out what I can do. Um, but it's hard. I know we were talking about buffing, and Witch Warper is interesting because it's like the spells that do damage don't do a ton of damage comparatively to like a mystic or somebody doing like intense melee stuff. But then again, the buffs, the Witch Warpers are really like for themselves. Most of the spells that I can do like only affect me. I can like save myself in many situations, which is cool and narratively like makes sense, I think, for Callum as a character, but kind of sucks because I'm like, I can't give these to my my friends. Um so I just took two cool fourth level spells because I also get fourth level, which is awesome. Oh, um, and they're freaking cool. I, I love bet. them. Uh, I don't want to give it away. Like I hope it comes up mm-hmm. in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, yeah, I upped my uh, con because you make me so nervous, Troy. Yeah. I just like, you make me so <laughs> nervous. Poison, like, I, I don't know. I up my con a lot, and I think maybe I should have done strength or something else. <laughs> but I got so well, nervous. Yeah, no, um, it's it's smart. It's and smart. other than that, it, yeah, it, there's, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with putting points into survivability, you know, making yourself more survivable. I like it. And then I think, I think like, man, if somebody dies, like I put some into computers just because I had zero. So I'm like, at least I could do something like if we need it, if somebody is hurt and like we can't do anything. So I don't know. I'm trying to think of the big picture. But other than that, nothing too crazy. But I do like, uh, I do like the spells. <laughs> They're getting fun. They're getting cool. Uh, I remember reading them. Uh, they're they're absurd. They're absurd, and I think there's fifth and sixth level spells as well. Does it, does it go up to seventh? Sixth, sixth is tops. Yeah, and they're they're world breaking spells. I feel like fourth level spells are seventh level Pathfinder spells in terms of the damage output. They're very very strong. It was so hard to choose which ones too because they're just all vastly very different for which warper at least they're like super different across the board and you're like what will I use like what will the scenario be what will Troy right. throw us into and will it be useful or a lot of these I have some cool spells haven't touched them totally useless like don't make any sense to do so we'll see we'll see what happens mm. tell you what I'm so fired up for the end of this book I'm, I mean I'm, I'm about to I'm about to throw some crazy stuff at you um, but uh, oh. David what did you level up <laughs> <laughs> I, I I didn't prepare anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I leveled up. I didn't oh, understand the assignment. That winters. Yeah, winters. that's what I'm known for. <laughs> I will. Just... I, I I will give credit though to Ellie as being the only person who sent me a character sheet. That's so not true. That, that's not true. That we were going going through there was that was all news to me except for Ellie, and we discussed the spell gym thing in detail. Uh, Last weekend, actually. But I'm Sydney, checking my email yes. right now. Maybe you, David, uh, that's not David true. should check his spam <laughs> email. <laughs> yeah, dude, oh, I sent it. Yes, I sent it February 4th. Here's my level you 10 did? character sheet. Yep. Wow. I was just going to give Ellie a ball cap, but if you sent it too, then I'm not going to give out okay, two ball caps. Oh, so. no, 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 no. I didn't send <laughs> Thank it. You, I Sydney. totally Thank you for made letting a mistake. Oh, uh, he was not. Sydney was not. No, it's not in there. It's actually not in there. I was no. reaching oh. for the cap. I was going to be like, you know what, Ellie? Nice work. No. But if Sydney did it too, I'm not going to give out two caps. Hey, it's ridiculous. Hey, you know what? I'm great at poker, Troy, and I can see a bluff when it's <laughs> right in front of me. I was going to do it. I was very proud no. of you. It's very proud of you. Poker face. No. 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 Take that. That's my anthem. Was that a gaga burn? Was that a gaga? It was a burn. Before we uh, jump back into the action, here's a quick word from our sponsor, Jedis and National Anthems. <laughs> We're going to get sued. Wow. Those Jedis <laughs> are impressive in this game called Starfinder. Those Jedis uh, and all those kids. License to Jedis? The officially licensed Jedis in the Jedis. game of Starfinder? Yeah. Oh. I love watching Joe right now. Like he's shaking a little bit. <laughs> like he's so shaking angry. his leg. That, like, Stop gonna... saying that word. Stop. How many? Uh, no, but in all seriousness, Qualo, how many credits did your lightsaber cost that you bought? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm pretty sure. I think I had enough midichlorians to trade in at this point. Uh, did you? I, I how did you drag your midichlorians? Well, I, I, earned them all, I earned them all pod racing on. I think was it. Tatooine? No, that wasn't it in that one. I forget. Might have been. You guys joke. 
You're in trouble. <laughs> There's an algorithm <laughs> somewhere of just we, all the just, words. We find out that a mouse Kel- suit just watching. Don't you, you guys that know that someone though who works for the parent corporation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah can't, maybe. can't you call in a favor? Yep. Uh, nope. They've been very clear. No favors allowed. <laughs> oh, okay. They can't even get to, into Disney World for free. <laughs> it's wild. Really? It's wild. Can't get a free oh, ticket man. to Disney World. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, let's let's get into the action here. I I, I don't want to do the, the recap again. So, <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, I, I'll I'll say you have all your powers, but your uh, your HP hasn't uh, changed until you rest. Oh wait, we have our spell slots back. Uh, let's just rest. No, just rest. Okay, now yes. you have everything. Uh, you uh, rest, and Oatsteth plays some smooth jazz on her uh, flute, her jazz flute. We're we're actually resting, right? That's not a that's not a bit. I can hit the button. Yes. Okay. Hey, Grant. So, so, um, uh, <laughs> excuse me, excuse boys me. and girls. I'm sorry. Yes, Eleanor. Is, um, I don't I don't have any resolve points, so even if we rest. I don't, I'm not going to be able to get my stamina back. But I can dance. Oh, Seth but is I like, don't know. I used to play this uh, for Eltrith to put him to sleep. <laughs> now he is gone forever. <laughs> I am cracking myself up. <laughs> can you... Yeah, I was going to say, that was an unbelievably sad story moment. Yeah, that really was among one of our sadder moments. Yeah. When you started doing that... Uh, voice for the Kish Troy, did you know you were going to have to do it for all the NPCs for the rest of the adventure? No, I don't read ahead, so I didn't know there would be more Kish. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that it's come back. I'm ne- you're never going to beat Harry T, though. I miss Harry T, and oh. I'm going to try and write her into book six. Yes. <laughs> Please do. <sighs> Harry T oh, and the Funky you, Bunch. You bring, yeah, no, if you, you bring rest, back the awesome- If you rest, Linnea, you, you get all your stuff back, don't you? Or do you have well, I don't have. Oh, but oh, we're, we're not talking resting about a ten-minute rest. We're yeah, talking about full-on full rest. rest. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe we're night. camping out. Okay, yeah, cool. We'll camp. Yeah. We'll camp. Yeah. Let's just rest here. I'm down. I'm down a bunch of resolve too now. At this point, like we're yeah. beat up. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Um. All right. So you're gonna rest out, and then uh, what's the plan? Seems like we should finish. We should hunt down the rest of the cultists still in the building. That way, they can't threaten. Um, I'm sorry. Now I've confused the names of the uh, of the of the holograms. Osteth and Eldreth. Eldreth. Osteth and Eldreth. and Eldreth. And Osteth is our friend. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, that's what I want to do too. Let's do it. We have two rooms, right? Two door or no? One door. Uh, thank you, Troy. Yep, there is a door leading out of this room uh, to what looks like a very small space. Uh, and then there is another set of double doors in that long corridor. Right, right, right. All right, let's right. do the small one first and then the big one. And then the big one. Yep. Yeah, can I, Bre- can breach I, and clear. Can I nab some healing on the way out, sadly? I'm still down 21 hit points after the rest. Ooh. Did Frisk treat you last yesterday? Yesterday, <laughs> but not today. Hasn't it been long enough? Oh, it's a new day. Us? Right, yeah. okay. It's a whole new day. Oh, yes. A whole new day. Uh, so, day by day. Uh, hold on. 
Yes. Okay. So that's my. I've got a new figure now. Ooh. Exciting. So. Uh. Shoot. <laughs> I heal you some. Well, I'll, I'll get back. Okay. To you. Okay. <laughs> I'll get back to you. I'll, I'll get back to you. And Grant, you got your overnight hit points too, right? Yeah. That I, that was just at our level base, correct? Or do we yeah. have more than yep, that? Yep. 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 That was just ten back. At, so I was at forty-five out of seventy-six prior to rest. Okay. Oh, so you get 16 points back now. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And I'm pretty good. Huge. Uh, All right. Uh, Dax will open the door. Have we ever reflected upon the fact that this other room that we went into is shaped like a piano? You're right. I don't recall talking about that. Yeah, seriously. Hmm. Looks to be a, a, a small antechamber here, separating um, the room with the hologram and the room that uh, the half orc and the cultists were in. Hmm. Mm. Nothing of interest lying about. Interesting. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. Double doors. Dub doors. Dub doors. Going right, to dub so doors. Double doors far to the east here, heading north. And we have not explored this area yet. Um, I mean, there was so much fighting. I would assume that they would have heard something and come out. So I think we're fine. Um, I put down my weapons and just open the door. Yeah, strip naked, too. Yeah, I'm going to strip all my armor off. Uh, there can't be anyone in here. Uh, I prostrate just, myself on the floor behind Dax. Yeah, I go prone and open the door. Weaponless. <laughs> and armorless. Push it open with your foot as you lie on the ground naked. Yeah, I, blind, I blindfold myself. <laughs> I tie my hands together behind my back. <laughs> we all look. do it. <laughs> yeah. is every, all for one. Is everybody one for laying all. down? Okay, I'll yeah. push the door open with my foot. <laughs> Let's take a look inside this room now that your vaudeville routine is over. <laughs> we are so confident there's no one else in this building. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, we, were wrong. we were wrong. No! Oh. No! No! This... Joseph. This area is a cluster of workstations, crates filled with old technology, piles of tools, mostly very alien looking, um, but a few uh, you could pick out any of you with any engineering background like, oh, that kind of looks like something from the pack worlds, but some is like, what the fuck would you use that for? There are uh, a couple of unusual-looking robots lying on a a work table near the center of the room. But that's not all, because there are some creatures. Looks like (laughs) five different creatures. So let's talk about these... uh, This trio of robots up front here. They all kind of... Oh, my God. They have lots of arms and legs. Um, Too many. Mm -hmm. You would recognize them if you looked at the screens on the room where you met Eltreth when he set the trap off. And also when you went to the main control room, remember you were seeing like video feeds of like the inside of a planet and like maintenance bots working around. They kind of look like uh, similar to those bots. Okay. You also see a, a large drone in the oh, back. Look at that gun oh. on its tail. Oh, oh, that's some Terminator cool. stuff. Oh yeah. boy. 
Yeah, very creepy. Uh, yeah, ter- Terminator esque legs. These like spidery legs coming out, uh, kind of like a Doc Doc Octopus, Doc Octopus situation. Octopus, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and then behind that, you see a <gasps> Yosoki. Oh my god! It was. It looks like uh, very similar to Doctor Friss in many ways, but uh, yellow jumpsuit, giant wrench in his in his hands, and like uh, missing patches of skin. Um, it's actually a oh. female, uh, Yosoki. Uh, gun out, and yeah, but yeah, you see red eyes and just like chunks of skin. I mean, it looks like a New York sewer rat. Long, gross tail sticking out from the back of the junt suit. Seems like this Yosoki has seen hard times. You open the door, and a fight breaks out. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh man, no. this is cool. So she looks like a mechanic, I'm guessing, and that's the drone. Is this like scorpion looking thing with a, a, like, instead of a, your typical poisonous stinger tail, it's like a plasma rifle on the back of its tail. (laughs) This epic art. I love it. It's it's Mike and the mechanics. Uh, Callum, what did you roll for initiative? A lowly 14. Uh, You know what? Nothing wrong with a 14. Dr. Friss? Uh, 23 for Dr. Friss. 23 for Dr. Friss. Dax. 27 for Dax. Ooh, 27. Not dang. to be outdone. Dax with a 27. Linnea. 28. Sorry, Ooh, Dax. Wow. Get out of here. Looks <laughs> <with that. laughs> like somebody's stepping on his toes. Yeah. <laughs> Qualo. Sorry. 18. 18 to Qualo, <laughs> the Jedi. Kreska. 22. 22 for Kreska. It's round one. The entire uh, crew of the Sarissa are in the hallway. You've got one, two, three, four, five enemies that you can see, and it is Linnea's turn. Linnea, what do you do? Without hesitation, she runs straight for the large Hummer droid in the back. Uh, runs straight for the large Hummer droid in the back. Do you have the movement to... Because uh, yeah. you can't oh. move... Th- through these spaces, so you want to go around. Do you have the movement well, to get? Well, I want to. Um, I want to tumble through. You want to tumble through a space? Yes, fifteen. Ooh. I want okay. the middle one. Oh, uh, you want to go? So you want to just tumble right through? I heard a ah uh, from David. Uh, David. Oh. Well, yeah. Just remember, Ellie. Uh, fifteen is to go through the threatened. Fifteen plus one and a half times CR is through the threatened. It's twenty plus one and a half times the CR for the uh, through the space. Yeah version. Yeah, but but the worst thing that can happen is that they all take my their attack of opportunity on me. But then it's the first beginning of the round and I'll take it because then they can't take under any more attack of opportunities. Okay. Like, I, I, David, I can't take a reaction when I'm flat if I haven't acted no, yet, right? Well, it so it, it depends if you rule this as being a proper surprise round or not. Kind of the way it's it worded in Starfinder. We are yeah, in combat. So otherwise, people do have their reactions. There's not the auto flat-footed on round one. Okay. Kind of thing. Cool. So in yeah, if you fail, you will eat the attack of opportunities. But that's what Leia wants to do. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but I guess the, yeah. So oh, I'm going to try to tumble. The, the one bad thing is if you fail, not only will you provoke, but you also won't get through. Yeah. Yeah. But then but, I'll attack the small. One instead. All right, so uh, 20 uh, well, plus one and a half times. One and a half. God, it's, one and a half times a, the CR, yeah. 
It's a little trickier than that, though, because you technically have to tumble multiple times because this first square, um, the one directly in front of all of them, you have to tumble through as well. Because you have to tumble through actually each subsequent square, which is something we messed up on a previous episode. So this first square is 15 plus one and a half times CR, um, plus because multiple creatures threaten, that also increases it. Um, And then you have to roll the 20 plus one and a half times. Then you have to... Actually, you don't have to roll it again, but you're going to have to roll it twice. So it's going to be like... Get it! Get it! Do it! Just try it. Try one and we'll we'll walk through it slowly. So this one is 15 plus one and a half times the CR plus a bonus for each uh, additional fucking box. Two for each opponent. Yeah, so it's going to be plus four. Plus four. Okay. So 19 plus the CR. One and a half times the CR. What did you roll? Uh, 28 on the first... You made it exactly. So you're able to get up into that spot. Now it's going to be 20 plus one and a half times the CR plus four. So 24 plus one and a half times CR to try and go through this dude. Yeah. Roll better. Roll Roll better. better. Ooh, I did roll better. Uh, 31. Whoa. Not better enough, unfortunately. Oh, no. I was so close. Okay. So that will provoke thrice, David? Uh, yes, and you won't Ugh. be able to get through the square. All right, yeah. let's go. Uh, you you get you get up to there, and you're able to slide right up before they can uh, attack you. You get cocky, you try to go through, and they all just, like, come back on you with one of their legs, just slam, slam, slam. Let's see who hits. First one, 25 to hit. Cack. Uh, miss. <sighs> Second one, uh, 28 cack. That's a hit. All right, second one hits for max damage, 17 points of damage. Wait, oh, Oh, that one hit. I wanted to go back to Skype to see your faces. I missed it. Uh, (laughs) The last one uh, misses. So only one of the three hit, which is probably what you knew uh, going in. That was probably your worst case scenario. So not bad. Uh, Now you can take an attack if you so choose. And I'm going to do a cleave. Oh, because Ooh, I can oh, nice. Beautiful. Yeah, yes. um, uh, and here it comes. So first act, first roll. Yeah. Uh, actually, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Eleven plus. Damn it! Where the fuck is my? Uh, uh, Eleven plus. Damn it! Twenty-six. That is a hit. Oh man! Yes, 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 yes. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Ooh, 25 points of damage. Ooh. 25 then, points of damage to the one right can, directly in front of you? Yes. And then okay. uh, my the, the, within reach, the next foe. Uh, okay. So I can do another one. Yeah. Attack on that one. Yep. So mine, minus. Oh, right. And I take a minus two on my penalty. All right. Uh, also, uh, 20, 26. That is a hit again. Awesome, awesome. Uh, here he comes. The Thomas. Freaking 31 points of damage. Jeepers. Chips. Wow. Uh, All right. So you take a little bit of damage, but you lay out massive damage to the first two bots. Ooh, yeah. I started the session tonight with this wonderful beer uh, from Treehouse, uh, single shot uh, stout. It's a coffee stout. Is that what you're drinking, David? No, I'm drinking quadruple shot, but same, same difference. 
Well, do you have a massive headache like I have uh, an hour and something into the episode? I'm Because I feel horrible. Oh, no. <laughs> feel. We're 58 horrible. minutes in, and like, I, it's only one beer. This is only like 6.5%, but I have, so, I have such a dehydration headache right now, I want to uh, yeah. run through my iMac. Uh, anyways, good job, Linnea. <laughs> Dax's turn. Just Dax do something. Uh, Dax seeing this front line of defense all uh, fouled up, by, or uh, all focused on Linnea, is going to use that opportunity that Linnea sacrificed to get by. So he is going to run with uh, his freakish android speed <laughs> around all of them and get right next to this dude in the back. That's oh. what Linnea wanted. That's what Linnea yep. wanted. Uh, and are you able to get around without provoking? Did you come the long way? Like from that is correct. Mia to Mia? Okay, great. Yeah, uh, that is the long way around. Uh, he gets there, and as Take part of it, not as part of it, but home. during the turn, he will swift action uh, use his uh, the, his glove to materialize <laughs> the ultra thin longsword. That and, is cool. Uh, Take one swing. This guy. Uh, right. Here we go. I love two, sword play. Two hit. Uh, oh, no. that is Nope. That is a tw- uh, 20 against KAC. Oh. So close. So close, yet so far, a unfortunately. Horrendous roll. <laughs> if you knew how close you were, you'd be even more upset. <laughs> Thank uh, you for not telling me. But it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. You're off by one. Uh, it is Doctor Friss's turn. Uh, your 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 party here has, has set you up for a pretty good pretty good situation. What do you want to do? Friss is gonna move forward into the doorway and okay. take a look at what everyone's facing. He had his injector pistol out, so. He is going to take a standard action and sheath it. And he's going to take, with his quick draw, he's going to take a swift action to draw the Hailstorm Zero Class Pistol. Ooh! There we go. And is there anything stopping me from identifying every different creature in this room? They're all free actions, right? Yeah, I would say that's fine. I may not allow it for everybody, but I allow it for a brilliant mind like Dr. Friss to size up the room. Thank you, Uh, Chewbop. Yeah, so go ahead and give me some rolls here. Obviously, f- uh, four of them are robots. Uh, three look the same. And then you have a, a fellow Yosoki in the back. Okay, so the first one on the robots in the front is a robots. 42. Okay, yeah, these are some sort of modified maintenance bot. Uh they oh God, with the 42 I can give you a lot of information you know they have a power known as nanite repair uh, which allows them to like slowly restore six points six hit points per hour but once per day is a full action they can restore 3d8 hit points to themselves or to any other construct uh, with the technological subtype so uh, they can they can heal themselves there, there's someone you might want to focus fire on they are vulnerable to crits and vulnerable to electricity damage. Mm. That is certainly going to come in handy for those of you that can lay out or have a weapon that can lay out electricity damage. Um, beyond that, you know, uh, construct immunities are going to be... Uh, might come into play, might not. Okay. Uh, and then the robot that we assume is a drone standing behind them in front of the Yusoki. 
Uh, that is a thirty-one. Yep, it is. A, it is a drone. It must be tied to the Soki, unless there's a, a mechanic hidden somewhere in the room uh, that you can't see. Uh, has a little bit of DR. It's not super powerful, uh, and you know that like drones and mechanics, the way they work together, uh, it's they can't really do a lot together. Like they've got to either one of them can act or the other for the most part. Uh, at least when it comes to standard actions. So. Um, yeah, that's all you really know. Okay. And then and the Yosoki? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, that is a 44. Yeah, so, I mean, it is a... It's a female Yosoki. You would you can pretty much feel confident that it is a mechanic. Um, it's a weird thing. You're just kind of sizing this... This woman up, and you're like, uh, what does she have? Um... Give, give them the see, resistances. Uh, give them the resistances. Yeah, that's what I was going to think. Yeah. Electricity and sonic resistances. Uh, very small, uh, but a little something. Uh, whereas you want to use electricity on the drone, uh, you might not want to... Excuse me, not on the drone, but on the maintenance spots, you might not want to use it on her. But beyond that, that's that's really all you can size up. Is she diseased as well? Do I see anything with the, the bare patches of skin? Does that doesn't appear disease? Just appears uh, like uh, she's let herself go. Okay, perhaps to the devourer. Mm. Like a like a Sith, almost like a Sith. Yeah, Joe. My what do you God. think? Is it Sith like? Have a good night, everybody. Her dedication. <laughs> I have to go do a lot of paperwork now. A lot of paperwork. Yes, her Sith-like dedication has left her with patches on her skin. Oh, so, <laughs> Briss just yells all this out as the rest of the fight, the rest of this round plays out. He's yelling about, all oh, this stuff, like this, look, electricity, etc. Uh, all right, then. It is... Electricity, etc. Electricity and whatnot. Captain K's turn. K, what um, do you got? I mean, I feel like I just want to kick the tires a little bit. So... Stretch out your new fourth level spells. Take a yeah. first spin. Would the Would you mind rolling a will save for the Ahsoki? <laughs> this is fun to do in a <laughs> swivel chair. A <laughs> uh, microphone. Yeah, I can do that, Matthew. Matthew, is it? It, it is Matthew. <laughs> All right, Matt. Thank you Here for comes. guessing on the show today. By the way. <laughs> oh Here we go. Will save from the Ahsoki. Gigantic, massive fail. Oh, 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 yes. Okay. Really, really bad roll. Brother, take him to Valhalla. I wouldn't even have told Linnea, a first level envoy, what I rolled. I'm so positive it's a fail. Wow. Let him die in the north. Roll with DC 20, if that matters to you. But but it's uh, 56 points of damage. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. You're you're bearing the lead here. Please. Uh, 56 points of damage and what you What did you fatigued. do to her? What did you mind do? Mind thrust. Mind thrust. Oh, it's just a mind thrust. Jeepers. And you are oh, I forgot to mention for she's immune round. to mind damage. <laughs> did I not say that? You didn't. With his 42? Uh, 56 points of damage? Yeah. She oh, might have six. a family, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she must have killed her maintenance spots. Yeah. We, all tur- we all turned to Kreska. We're like, that was too much. Yeah, was like, yeah. That was too far. You're going too far, Kriska. That that was uncalled for. (laughs) That was way over the line. Yeah. Uh, She's also fatigued, Uh, So you just 
Dax comes up there and swings and misses. And she doesn't even flinch. She just kind of watches you, Dax, as you come up. And then, Dax, you're standing there. And this is all happening simultaneously in this six-second increment. And Kreska just, boom, and she whips her head back. And then comes to and looks at you, Dax, and is like, who are you? What's your name? Oh, shit. Oh. Oh. Moving right along, it is Qualo's turn. I just want to call. I just want to shout this out, just in case. Yeah, from the fatigue, you get a minus one penalty to AC attack rolls, damage rolls, uh, and then reflex reflex saves, initiative, strength, and dexterity based skill and ability checks. Just say everything, all right? And (laughs) the amount of bulk you can carry without being encumbered goes down one. Don't know how. Well, when she raids your bodies, to be sure to count my movement on my way out of the control station. Well, Troy, move ten spaces with uh, Fritz's head. Oh, thank you, Matthew, for grinding the combat to a halt. <laughs> these rounds go so quick. Sometimes we need a break. So thanks yeah. for thank jumping you. in you know there. What? Stretch my wings. Maybe that information was helpful to some of you. It would have been helpful to me to know. So fuck all of you. <laughs> you know what? Now I'm fatigued from hearing that. Qualo, uh, you, you are up. Uh, hold on. Quallo, <laughs> Do you have a uh, father who's also a Jedi? No. <laughs> on my home home planet, uh, I was uh, once known as a Padawan at a certain right. point, and uh, that was when I was in elementary school. It was a Catholic school, just like you. Sure. Uh, Sixteen years, and that's where I learned all of my Jedi Force powers. Um, You're impressive. So at, at this point, uh, the question is: outside of his, his the source of his powers, is Troy and David. With uh, the uh, limitations of being in a straight line off of charging, you can move towards the target and do diagonals. Can I charge the drone or creature uh, directly uh, to the east of Linnea where, from where I'm standing? The one east of her. Yes. Um, I'd like to move from here to here, and would that count as a charge movement with those 10 feet and a diagonal? You must move at least 10 feet, two, a.k.a. two squares, and all movements must be directly towards the designated opponent, though diagonal movement is allowed. So, so yeah. To get to that square, you should be fine, I think, right? Yeah. Can you start yep. right by the door? Fantastic. Yeah. Five, ten. Yeah, yeah, you're good, buddy. You're Just fine. Just made it. So, Qualo is initiating a stellar rush. His body is wreathed in flame as he rolls into the creature and he's going to substitute the attack that would normally come at the end of a charge with a bull rush, which will also inflict 5d6 worth of fire plasma damage. Oh, man. So I'll do the, his circuits. What's it called? Stellar rush? Stellar rush. It's also oh, the cologne I wore cool. at my uh, homecoming. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's do you want to resolve the bull rush or the damage first do the bull um, rush resolve the bull rush first okay here comes if, yeah. the bull rush uh, six on the die so it's probably not going to move you I think it's a total of a 15 your cac plus eight is going to be higher than that yeah you're you. it's no you're not going to move it but uh, you might be able to I'm sure you're going to be able to lay All right, out so give damage. me a give me a reflex save as well to see if you have this damage all right, these bots, are they reflexy? Yeah, they're pretty good, but I... Uh, actually, they're not that great. Uh, 16, I rolled. Fail, DC 19, 26 points of fire damage. Nice. Nice. Oh. 
Tell the rush. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. That's what plays while you do that. All right, how much damage? 26. I just want to listen to that song now. 26 points of damage. All right. All right, not bad. This team is working together quite well. However, it is going to be the bot's turn. Bot. Bot. Chimp, chomp, chimp, chomp, chimp, chomp. All right. Uh, first one is going to attack Koala, the one that just uh, Koala just attacked. It's going to try and do two slams. Just uh, on Koala. Full attack. First attack is a 28 it's against a hit. CAC. Hits Koala for 14 points of damage. And the second attack, another leg comes down. Uh, da, 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 minus four, nine, 24 to hit. Miss. Miss. Ooh. Dodges out of the way. Last second. With the second one. The one right in front of Linnea. Two uh, slams. Ooh, almost a critical. Critical. Instead, it was a 30 to hit Linnea. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's going to hit for 14 points of damage. And then the second one misses almost a fumble. And then the third oh. one, the third one, I kind of want to shoot you. Uh, no, slams way better damage. All right, uh, two slams on Linnea. Natural 20. Oh, oh no. no. All right, this is going to be, uh, this is a named maintenance bot. Uh, his name is Harold. Uh, no, all right. Um, does it matter if it's named, Joe? I would have been so mad. No, we don't have fan criticals for Starfinder. All right, shut up. No. Sorry, I yelled. Uh, <laughs> all right, double damage. Nope, quadruple. Oh, roll all right, twice. double. Roll twice. Ooh. Oh, almost boxcars. It is going to be Linnea. This is legit damage. This is 29 yeah. points of damage on that crit. Mm. And if you're following along at home, it still has one more attack. That was a nat 20. Here's the second one. Another natural 20. No. Oh, my no. goodness. face. With no. the old GCP prototype die. No. Wow. Mm. Okay. Here we go. Holy I'm going to roll 2d6 at the same time. Oh, my gracious, Charlie. 32 points of damage. Oh. Dude, I'm down. I'm, I'm freaking down to hit points. What? Wow. Oh, no. You just got crit twice. Maybe you shouldn't have taken that envoy level. <laughs> <laughs> you know That'll what, Joe? teach you to be creative. Joe, you will feel a pain on your toes tomorrow. <laughs> oh my god, it's like waking Wait up a with a horse. Do head. you also have two episodes to undo an entire class level you took? <laughs> the lemon law only got so far. Uh, so yeah, the first one gets a little clip on Qualo, the second one does whatever, and the, the third one, crit crit on Linnea. Uh, wow, that was like 50 something points of damage. Awesome. Let's see whose turn it is now. It is Callum's turn. Callum, you will act before the mechanic and her drone. Um, uh, great. I also just want to say, unrelated to the, the things we were discussing earlier, and I won't say names because of legal reasons, um, I, did my ha- I did my hair tonight. Look, just look. Yes. I was going to say. Oh, yes. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
completely unrelated to everything, but I was like, oh my gosh, I look like this unnamed character from this popular movie franchise where they rebooted and did a whole series. And I was like, and I'm not going to say anything on air because I don't know if I'm allowed to. Jar Jar Binks, everybody. Jar 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 Binks. Jar Binks. The yeah. classic. Yep. All right. Fan anyway. favorite. Liam Neeson. I was doing Liam Neeson. Um, anyway. This Qui-Gon so, Callum. The greatest Jedi of all time. Qui-Gon Jinn. Truly the Cal- greatest. Callum is going to murder a bunch of children in a small room with his lightsaber. And Whoa. then... You're talking about Order 66? That's a Younglings. Younglings. Um, Callum is going to uh, do something that you've seen before, except this time he's got more control over it. Callum's not scared. He's been fighting skin. Okay. Um, he is going to suddenly... Grant lost it now. Wow. <laughs> the Order 66 happened. <laughs> I love when we get Grant. I, I know. Grant's silent laugh is like my favorite thing. <laughs> Callum is going to uh, go invisible, which you uh, have or have not seen in the past, and uh, disappears. Oh, have. have you? I don't know. It goes yeah, invisible. Yeah, it's, it's the teen boy in the bedroom thing, and it's like, no, we don't want that. But, but anyway, let's Wait, move on. Let me explain yourself. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's, my, let's move my on. My question is, uh, David, I would like yes. to move up here, but I'm not actually sure how the invisibility works in terms of... Um, AOs. Do, do they know? Unless well, they know, so you, they don't. They know. Okay. Your invisi- invisibility thing is the skin mimic? No, is I am casting a spell. Oh, you're casting invisibility. Yes. Okay. If you don't know, now you know. They can't see you, um, so you're able to walk right up there. If you want to walk through their space, then you and I might have a conversation. But where you're just sleeking around, they don't see you. They can't attack you. Also, they've already used their reaction for the round oh, trying to... Smash Linnea. So you go invisible and you slide up there. It is the Yasoki's turn. She turned to Dax. Who are you? What's your name? What's that? She keeps looking at you, Dax. Why have you come so far from your home? Don't you understand that what you want does it matter? And then she turns her attention to the drone and speaks in some weird language. And the drone uh, moves in. Uh, actually, the drone will stay right there and full attack Dax. Oof. And the drone just, this swoop hammer comes from behind it. Oh, critical here would be wonderful. Let's see. Oh, that was close. Uh, that is going to be cl- uh, 23. Miss, right? Miss, yeah. Miss. All right, second one is minus four. Is, oh, Natty 19. Got you on the second one. <laughs> so this is going to be... Let me get I don't my understand. D- what, what did you mean when you said close? On the first one? Yeah. Were you saying close because um, you saw another number first? <laughs> no, I said cl- it was a natural 20 and it turned into a... Ah, okay. Because I thought it was number, close yeah. to a crit. I was like, this guy's <laughs> two hit is terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Second one was 90-19, though. D10 is what I'm rolling for damage. And I roll max damage. 21 points of damage. Oh. The rocks are coming out What tonight. kind of damage? Bludge? Uh, that is bludge damage. 
bludgeoning, if you're following along at home. Uh, And that, let me see. (laughs) You see the uh, Yasoki, after she speaks to the drone, uh, like move her hands quickly about her armor, like she's like touching parts of her armor. Like she did something to herself. Let's keep going. It is the top of round two, and it is Linnea's turn. Mm. Linnea, how you feeling? Not so good. Uh, eh, not so good, but, but you know, I have at least my resolve points back, so I won't die. But uh, And I think I'm going to go to Cleveland again. But this yeah. time, I will go to... it's beautiful this time of year. <laughs> I, will go, I will go west. Uh, and Cleveland is west of New York. <laughs> I go off into the west. I shall remain Galadriel. Uh, <laughs> diminish. I diminish. Another French race. I diminish. Um, yeah, I'll go to Cleveland, but I'll, I'll attack the one uh, first, the one in the middle, and then the one to west, to the west of the middle one, because I don't uh, understand. Left. Okay. Okay. What? Uh, oh. What? What? What are you thinking there, Troy? No, no. I'm just. I'm. I'm looking at the map here, and I'm just wanted to make sure that. Cleveland was west of New York, and it is. <laughs> really? I was right about geography for once in my life. Yeah, no, no, no you're right. <laughs> All right, first round. Ooh, natty seventeen. I think that's going to be a hit. Uh, uh, Thirty-two. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Easy targets. 30, Thirty points of damage. Uh, here comes the second on the second west. Uh, oh, this one is not as... Uh, 23. 23 is a hit. Oh! Yes! 27 nice. points of damage. Damn! All right, so the one in the middle, 27 points of damage. Not bad, Linnea. Cleave! Not bad. Not cleavy, cleavy, cleave. Cleave But I do take uh, minus, well, minus two to my... AC. Yeah. Yeah. So you might. Yeah. Yeah. My 20s just hit. Yeah. So we didn't. That really didn't come into play. But uh, it's good to know. Yeah. All right. Uh, it is Dax's turn. Dax, you see Linnea got smashed, uh, but she was able to return the favor to these things. This Yosoki is talking weird to you, and she ordered her drone to. Yeah. Smashy, smashy. What do you do? Dax is going to look down at the Yosoki and. He just doesn't quite understand what's going on, uh, and he changes. She's just looking at you, yeah. Yeah, and he just changes tack, uh, and obviously creature attacked him, so he's going to move to the creature, and he's just thinking, I'm going to disable this weapon that it has, and then uh, see what else comes of this encounter. Uh, So he's going to do two attacks, deadly aim at the drone. Uh, so swinging away, here we go. First swing, Natty 18. That is going to do it. That and is that gonna is going to be a ton of damage. A six Ooh. and a seven and an eight so far on 48. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. Um, wow. That is 41 points of damage. Wow. On the first hit. Wow, you see, there's a little DR, but barely any. It doesn't even matter from a hit like that. Uh, and then swings again. That is a 25 against KAC. That is a hit. Sorry. Nice. No, I forgot the minus on the second one. 21 against KAC. 
I don't like when you do that, but that is a hit. Oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. No, you know, no, 18 against KSE. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the minus four. Uh, all right, here we go. That is, oh, beautiful. 40 even. 40 points wow. of damage on the second. 40 hit. points of damage? Dude, this ultra sword, ultra thin long sword is 48 plus 19 with deadly aim. <laughs> Whoa. That is sick. Do you ignore the minus four on your first attack? Uh, no, no, I forgot to add it, but it was oh. a natural 18. Yeah, Got so I, I thought about it after the fact. You hit the drone, drone that she just uh, asked to attack you, ordered to attack you, and she just casually watches, like emotionless as you attack it. Detached. Yeah, and it's like, do you, do you think I care about that? Do you think I have love for this? You look like you have love. Yes. Love for something. Or perhaps for someone. <gasps> Cybernetic chills. <laughs> Go down. Don't, the spot. You, don't you understand that everything and everyone you love will eventually just and she only comes up to like your waist turn to dust as the universe is consumed by entropy caring loving someone is futile Keep moving on the round here. And it is Dr. Friss's turn. Dr. Friss, you see Dax is like having a conversation with this. You see me. A one-sided yeah. conversation. You too can have a nice heart-to-heart afterwards, Chuba. And he steps up. And he's going to take a trick attack shot against the droid on the, the furthest left. The westernmost droid. Yes, the Cleveland of all droids. The Cleveland, of, <laughs> Cleveland droid. The Cleveland of droids. That's a good name. New name for the baseball team since they have to get rid of the old one. The Cleveland droids. Oh. <laughs> uh, that is a twenty-six. The, the Cleveland Jedi. Cleveland oh, yeah, Jedi. <laughs> twenty-six against uh, uh, against flat-footed EAC. Gross. Definite hit. Yeah. <laughs> And that is 33 points of EAC cold, of 33 points of cold damage, and it is flat-footed until the start of my next turn. That's cold, man. That is cold-hearted. So Friss steps into the room, fires off a sweet shot at this drone, or this bot that uh, Linnea just really laid out uh, significant damage against. It is Dax's turn. Dax... What's going on in your head? You had some android chills? Uh, well, it's not my turn, but do you want to know what's going on in my head? Sorry, uh, that's a different initiative tracker. <laughs> <laughs> I keep like seven or eight initiative trackers up. Uh, it is Kreska's turn. I don't care about your thoughts. <laughs> I, didn't th- I really didn't think you did. I knew there was you a mistake a happening here. Yeah. I, I oh, it would have been so awesome if I didn't, like, just didn't react at all. And I was like, he's thinking blah, blah, blah. And I attacked twice with my <laughs> ultra thin long sword. <laughs> <laughs> it just kept it rolling. It's too much. Uh, Kreska, you're up. 
Uh, <laughs> enough talking. And Kresko will point at the Ahsoki. Uh, please roll a fortitude save. Ooh, wow, As the, the, the molecules the in the air around her neck begin to tighten. Like oh, a vice-like oh, grip. A, a Kreska classic. I think I'm going to pass this. I think I'm going to pass this. We'll see. I'm feeling hot. I did not. Uh, <laughs> 15. Wow. 15. That is a fail. Okay, so first things first. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, you take 16 points of damage from oh. the bludgeoning, if that matters. And you are immobilized. You cannot move and must hold your breath. You can still attack and cast spells and so on, but you uh, can't talk, I don't think, if you're holding your breath. So uh, that, should save us, that should save us a little bit of this uh, weird Cult of the Devour propaganda that's happening here. <laughs> okay, uh, do you move at all? Yes, I will come into the room and I will uh, I will stand behind Qualo and Linnea and next to Friss. Okay. All right, it is Qualo's turn. I'd like to take the top of my turn to point out that the Cleveland droids was enough for a lawsuit as the word droid has been a registered trademark of Lucasfilm since 1977. Wow, even droid, <laughs> you can't say. Yes, can't when Verizon released the droid, they had to go out to Lucasfilm in order to get the rights to use it. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, Qualo is wow. going to flashing strikes out at the creatures in front of him, the, the machinations in front of him. First attack is a natural 20! Oh, oh my god! Come on with this. Oh, rolling that damage twice. Here it comes. Amazing. The one right in front of you, right? Correct, to start with. Um, that will be... Uh, 57 points of damage. It's gone. It's gone. He explodes. Uh, second attack from the Kurisagama. Sparks everywhere. Oh, Kurisagama. Uh, come on. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. The second attack is for 21 against Kinetic AC. That's a hit. Yes. Beautiful. Um, here comes the big old damage. 30 points of damage. Ooh. 30 points of damage? Okay. And Still that up. is Qualo's turn. Nice. Ah. It's a good turn. It's a good turn, Qualo. Uh, all right. The one that you just hit as a full round action, uh, you see one of the arms comes up, touches itself, and oh, heals no. itself. Uh, some hit points. Oh, that was 3d8, and I rolled two ones and a two. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing, amazing round. Uh, And then this one will... uh, Might as well just stay there and attack Linnea twice. It's worth it. Uh, So it's going to, yeah, the one that just crit Linnea twice will try again with two more slams. Seems to be the best... Best use of my turn. Here we go. First slam. Oh, Linnea, 29 to hit. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. That's a hit. Max damage, 17 points of damage. Mm-hmm. And dude. then second attack misses on the second oh. slam a lama ding dong. Dude, dude. It is Callum's nope. turn. Okay. Uh, Callum is going to continue with my plan from the beginning, and he is going to. Sneakily, still invisible, run up to... uh, Actually, no, sorry. He's going to get in between these two. Uh, He's going to run up to the big scorpion armored guy that just 
is wail, well, trying to wail on Dax. And I'm going to cast Entropic Grasp, and Callum is going to slam both his hands into the side of this robotic scorpion, casting Entropic Grasp, and I'm hoping to basically make part of it crumble in a three foot. How big is this thing? Uh, it, it probably, uh, it's floating there. So you, you see, you can kind of fly around. Uh, I'd say it comes from your knees to about your neck. Cause you're okay. a tall, lanky kid, right? Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a melee attack against you. David, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. So I'm going to make a melee attack against your EAC. Um, so and if wh- I what are, hit, what are you trying to do though? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm assuming I can't destroy this thing. It's bigger than three foot. By three foot. Okay, so basically the spell, if I touch an item in a three foot by three foot radius, I can like destroy it if it's metal, wood, plastic, glass. Instead, I'm going to... Oh, go ahead, yes. David. You can do that with an unattended manufactured item, right? Right. But... I assume this is attended by the Yusoki. Yeah, no, it's just, or, it, yeah, it's a it's robot. Just, it's so it's like thing, a robot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you could do it on a door to like make a door disappear or like a... Qualo. A cup of coffee. You can right. do it to armor <laughs> if no one so was you... drinking it. Right. So instead, I'm going to do I'm going to do its armor. I'm going to try to reduce your uh, your KAC and yep. EAC bonus. Okay. Uh, so right. let me let me make my melee attack and let's see what yeah, happens. I'll have it. Okay. I think that twenty six. Yup. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to reduce your KAC and EAC bonus by three. Whoa. Okay, wow. so you just touch it and, like, uh, degradate uh, its stone plating, making it more vulnerable. Its Ooh. circuits are showing now uh, for the next person that attacks actually, it. Actually. Oh, wait, what? Actually, um, it's a construct, right? And I would say a construct is. is a manufactured creature. Go on. Oh. Keep reading. Keep oh. reading. Okay, yes, so if this is a. Okay, David. I, it's not going to do anything David. to your armor. Okay, but instead, I am going to... <laughs> this is yeah. great! So yeah. if you're a manufactured creature... <laughs> what is this called? The spell? Entropic Grasp. It seems Entropic weak, grasp. but used okay. in the right situation. So instead, I am actually going to deal 6d12 damage. <gasps> wow. That's much better. Yes, that's much better. little robot. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, I told you these spells. Yeah. <laughs> 6d12. Yeah, that's, right, that's like a six level barbarian rolling hit points. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm gonna do fifty damage. Oh, to your wow, dumb my robot god. dog, your MIT robot dog that can open doors. I'm kicking it as it tries to open the door, and I'm boss electronics. You just you you come up and you go boom, and it just explodes all over the place. It's, it's gone. all over decks. This is amazing. You want to hear the cooler thing? I used a fourth level spell for my invisibility, so it's greater invisibility. Greater invisibility, so even when I attack, you can't see shit. You don't see That's me at great. all. I'm still wow. invisible. This thing that just exploded amazing. out of thin air, and all my allies can't see me either. So you guys just watch this <laughs> robot Dax, dog. Dax just <laughs> looks at his blade and it's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> sword is amazing. I'm it so has a strong. Pure <laughs> destruction. So that was against the drone, not the bots, yes. right? Yes, okay. just the drone. Absolutely ridiculous. Amazing. Uh, Jesus. All right, so 
Chris, explain to me again the situation that I, uh, my mechanic is in. He's immobilized. Cheap. So he, uh, you Cheap. can't move. Cheap. Uh, she can't move. And I'm just pulling it up here. You can still cast spells if that's something you want to do. Uh, can't you speak. Can't speak. You have to hold your breath as per the rules on page 404. Uh, you can still attack except with bite attacks, cast spells, and so on. Uh, so this is each round the spell affects the target. The target can attempt a fortitude saving throw to have the damage and avoid being immobilized. I read that as on my turn when I concentrate again. Right, David? Yeah, I, I would say so, because otherwise the effect might happen twice before you have to concentrate again. Right. Okay. My God. Uh, <laughs> and you just destroyed her drone. All right, so she can't talk. She can't move. She can just... Do mental actions, but she her can, drones. She can. Gonna, she can attack if she has she a can claw full attack. attack. Yeah. Oh, so she can move. No, she can't move, no. but she can attack. Yeah. I'm sorry. She can physically move. She can't move out of her space. Like I can do this, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I meant yeah. by move, not uh, Starfinder move. And the reason I asked that is she looks around at the pieces that were her drone uh drone sees that one of the maintenance bots has gone down and looks at dax choking and just goes mm-hmm. and raises her hands and we'll see you next week oh, oh my god that flew by wow. oh man I've got something to say to this is <laughs> Say it. Say it now as we go out. <laughs> you say, you, you stop it. You. <laughs> hey. Hey. That's enough. <laughs> you scruffy looking nerf herder. Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 